You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Trip. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a nice casino. Yeah, I've been there a few times, and I always enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably the nicest casino on the East Coast, I, I, in my opinion. What do you take on Atlantic City? I've never been there. Um, I like Atlantic City. It's gone downhill in the past couple of years, especially with, you know, the um, like it got damaged and whatnot, right? Yeah, it just it's not it's not as popular of a spot as it used to be. Um, there's a lot of places closing from what yeah, I hear. Yep, yeah. it's it's some it's a ghost town a lot of the time, so Okay, okay. That's crazy. I, I missed the prime to go, I guess. Everybody was going yeah. there when we were kids like on vacation and stuff, and it was like not the place for a kid, but now <laughs> that I'm an adult, it's not the place to go. Ah. <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong, it's it's still cool, but I mean you could just fly to Vegas and do that as oh, well. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, Vegas. We love Vegas, man. Yeah, Vegas <laughs> is fun. We've had quite the amount of time in Vegas. <laughs> Jesse yeah, more than there's I. No, there's no place like it. <laughs> no. It, yeah. I wouldn't mind living there for a little bit. Absolutely. I haven't explored enough of like Old Town, like down by Fremont and all that as much as I've wanted to. Yeah, we were down there for one night and that was fun on the initial Vegas trip. Like, Yeah, I always appreciate the uh, history. Yeah, Vegas, uh, especially Fremont Street, is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys seen the zip line down there, but uh, people flying down Fremont Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right under that huge uh, like LCD screen, basically, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're all walking under. That was amazing. Yeah, things pretty cool. Drunk and walk around under. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's awesome to be able to drink and walk. Yeah, Yeah, that was the that was one of my favorite things. Like We were always like getting drinks. Right after breakfast, it was free for all. <laughs> now, you, you had also mentioned, though, before you wanted to say something about uh, the first time you went. You went to a hypnosis uh, session recently, right? Yeah. Um, well, originally, I, I think I just saw a video online about um, it was like a stage hypnotist doing a show that you had talked about earlier. Um and it just really kind of sparked my interest for some reason because I never really believed in it. And uh, the more I looked into it, the more I found that it isn't exactly what you see in those videos as far as stage hypnotist, though. But there's a lot of good that can come from it. And um, I did go to a hypnotist two days ago and was successfully hypnotized, which is pretty cool. That is interesting. I've seen, uh, as I, I mentioned before we started uh, going here, uh, I, I've seen hypnosis in progress when like someone came to my college and performed and brought people up on stage and stuff, but I, I've never done it myself. Now, as someone who's done it, well, what would you describe it as a dream state? Like what, what words would you say to describe what it's like to be hypnotized? Well, the thing is, is like all hypnosis is self hypnosis. Like you, you can't be hypnotized if you don't want to be hypnotized, right? And you can't, you know, you can only go as deep into a trance as you want to and believe you can go deep. Um, you know, I've successfully hypnotized my girlfriend and the way she describes it is, you know, she is in a long tunnel and I'm at the other end and she can hear me, but she can't really understand what I'm saying um, and for some reason, the suggestions I give her, um, although they're ridiculous, she just takes them as truth. So then when I wake her up, she just does whatever I had told her to do. Um, for example, Whoa. Whoa. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> Within dis- <reason>. disclaimer, <laughs> hold on, let, let, let me rewind for a second. You won't do anything that you wouldn't normally do. Um, huh. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do anything against your morals, uh, your ethic, your ethics, um, anything that you you just wouldn't do on a day to day basis. Yeah, you'll do funny things if you're an outgoing person, um, but I couldn't tell someone to go like step out in front of a car. You know what I mean? Um, but like for example, I told my girlfriend to forget her own name, and she couldn't remember her name when I brought her back. 
So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that could, I made her. I mean, that that's interesting. I wonder what kind of use you could put that to if you just let that slide for a while. Yeah, well, I think, you know, depending on the suggestion and how how deep the person is trance in, in trance, uh, the suggestions usually wear off fairly quickly. Um, now, you're supposed to wipe the suggestions clean during that session so they don't hold on to them. But even I know I don't know if you have ever heard of MK Ultra. It was a CIA um, kind of research into hypnosis and trying to hypnotize people to uh, do missions, you know, kind of against their will and whatnot. I have heard um, some stuff about or read some stuff. Yeah, about I've heard it mentioned in like documentaries. Yeah. Yes. So one of the big things that they were trying to do is kind of have hypnotized information, uh, you know, carriers, you know, where they'd they'd load someone's brain with, you know, very uh, confidential information. So they wouldn't know and wouldn't be able to recall the information unless someone unlocked it. Um, but then they wouldn't even be able to remember it unless someone had hypnotized them again to get that information. So, wow. That's kind of, that's yeah, really crazy stuff. Yeah, it is nuts. Yeah. Well, the military always has had like an investment in inside of like uh, mind control. It definitely comes into yeah, play it, with espionage, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a hundred percent a real thing. Like, if you guys get to read into it, it's just it's unbelievable the stuff that I've been learning about. I mean, even just just to do it to my girlfriend, like you know, I had her spelling her name in numbers. Like I I made her forget the alphabet, so her name's Colleen. So she was like four zero one one three three nine, and like she oh, just wow. could not. Yeah, like she could not spell her name, and it, she was just talking normal, like huh. like everything was okay. <laughs> wow, that's some powerful that's stuff wild. you're working with. Some magic there. Yeah, that's, that's uh, scary. <laughs> well, this is American <laughs> Slacker Podcast. <laughs> I'm Matthew. Um, as always, we have Jesse here, and today we're joined by Anthony Serino who uh, is a good friend. Um, I've known him for quite some time. He's a great guy, so he's not doing anything crazy, hypnotizing people, doing things against their will. He is a warlock, <laughs> though. He is some type of magical person, so don't piss him off. Sleep now. <laughs> but uh, we've known each other for quite some time. Um, I mean, we initially met, basically, I think when we both worked at the Everetti Diner. God, like a decade ago, almost? Yeah, I started working there in 2004. <laughs> Yeah, God, yeah. It's a nice little spot. Um, it was featured on Food Network. And uh, more importantly, I, I always thought it was, like, one of the best places to work because uh, the kids, we, like, we always had, like, a like a, a tight friendship, like, between the people that worked there. There was always parties after work. It was great, you know? Like, never worked at a place that was so tight like that. Yeah, it was definitely the camaraderie was awesome. And it was just a cool work environment because – no one really took the job too seriously, but serious enough where everything ran pretty smooth, smoothly. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucked around to where it affected, like, the production of everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's crazy. Like, anybody could still go to the Christmas parties, which they throw the best goddamn Christmas parties ever. I think I just saw those yeah. posted on Facebook by someone. Yeah, I always get, like, an invite, and I'm like, ah, I never go, you know? I should go. Like, we should go. Yeah, that was this, it was this, it was this past Sunday. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never got to work at the Everetti. I just enjoyed their uh, coffee and almond horns. The little pastries. God, there was tons of them under the counter there. We're going there on drunken nights for grilled cheese and cheese fries. A lot of cheese huh. involved. Oh my God, disco fries. Everybody loves those. There you go. But uh, nowadays, man, you're up to uh, some craziness. Uh, you're basically an entrepreneur yourself and... Uh, What's your uh, current business, man? Yeah, so um, a couple years ago, I had a friend that was looking into getting a tattoo removed. And she had to go down to the city to get it done. And I was like, why isn't there anything around here? And she said, there just isn't. So I kind of did some research over the next you know, 12 to 18 months. And uh, fast forward to today, and I own New Leaf Tattoo Removal Clinic. And we do uh, laser tattoo removal, laser facials. We do age and sunspot removal. So it's been it's been really interesting, you know, being able to start my own business, uh, very rewarding, but also very stressful um, and even lonely at times because 
Uh, it's not as it's not as uh, appealing as people may think entrepreneurship would be. So it's been a, a roller coaster of emotions and stress and happiness and oh, everything. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, how much did you like? How how long did it take you to even get to the the licensing process? You know, like that that probably took you a great amount of time alone, right? Well, the funny thing is, in New York, you don't even need to be certified to use a laser. Oh, wow. Right? That's yeah. okay. That's Which funny. is okay. good. It's good and bad. Um, but you do have to be certified in order to get insurance because I need to have malpractice insurance. Um, so oh, insurance, co- yeah. insurance companies won't insure you unless you know what you're doing. So I did go through the certification process, um, which was pretty extensive. Um, you get trained on the specific laser that you buy um, and you use, you know, people volunteer and it's just, you know, the experience comes from working on people as much as you can sit down and read the manual and know what the protocols all are. You have to, you know, tailor everybody's treatment on a case by case basis. So it's been, it's been interesting. Okay. Like learn the different skin types and everything. And like, is there a difference there? Like, Absolutely. Like we, I can treat all skin types. Uh, I have to be more careful with people who are darker skin types because they have more natural pigmentation in their skin. Um, and the laser is only attracted to pigment. So essentially what happens, I'll kind of go over what laser tattoo removal is and how it works is the laser breaks up the ink in the smaller particles so that your body can process it. Now, Matt, I know you have a couple tattoos, right? Um, yeah. You probably noticed that they've faded over time naturally. Yeah, yeah, right? not not too too bad, but they are starting to fade. So I can imagine, you know, by the time like another five ten years goes by, they're going to start to be very noticeable faded. Absolutely, and that happens because our white blood cells are constantly attacking, um, you know, the foreign entity which is the tattoo ink. Um, but the problem is those ink particles are too big in their natural state. So what the laser does is it breaks those ink particles into very, very small, manageable um, ink particles or particles so that your body can flush it out of your system uh, effectively and a lot quicker than the natural process. Okay. Okay. So you're basically just speeding up the natural process, essentially. A- absolutely. Yep. You're, okay. You're helping yeah, the so body along crazy. to break it. You're not up. burning them out. No, no. <laughs> yeah, technically, I, technically, I'm not removing the tattoo. The body is removing the tattoo. So, the healthier the person is, the faster the tattoo removal process is going to take. Because most people need between six and eight treatments scheduled two months apart. So it's a long process. So the healthier they are and the better they take care of their body, um, it's going to expedite everything. Now, I saw one video you had posted, and it seemed like it had taken the tattoo away dramatically. Like, they could live with it like that or get it covered up, like, with a new tattoo without an issue at all. And I don't know if that was, like, the first session or or multiple in. The video that I think you're referring to is, uh, it's like a skull and chains on a guy's arm. Yes. Um, Yes, that's, yeah. yeah. That's been that's been the video that's been the most popular. Now, what you're seeing there is kind of just the reaction from the laser. Uh, what happens is the laser gets attracted by the ink particles, and what happens is it creates a shock wave, and that shock wave is what breaks up those ink particles. When that happens, it creates a reaction uh, that we call frosting, and that's what you see in the video is the skin frosting where the ink is. So it's not actually fading. Um, fading occurs about four to six weeks after treatment. Okay. So that, yeah, that frosting will subside about 20 minutes after the treatment. So it'll dark, the darkness will come back a little bit after that. Well, yeah, actually the tattoo, the tattoo darkens even more over the next few days and then it starts to lighten up. Oh, have you ever had people that call you like, Hey man, this isn't working. You made my tattoo bright. Yeah. Well, when (laughs) I, when I, when I, the first couple weeks I started, I didn't realize just how much the tattoos would darken back up. So I was, I, I was getting quite a few people calling me. Um, but now, you know, I just know to warn people beforehand so they don't freak out. Now, one thing I was wondering, what is the pain like? Is, uh, does, does it hurt while it's getting done or is there a pain in after or 
Now it's it's very painful. It's um, oh, but no. the thing is, is it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's quick though. It's quick. He's not gonna bullshit you, people. Well, that's good. Yeah, at least you're giving it straight. Yeah. I mean, most tattoos take less than two minutes for me to do. So, um, two minutes of saying saying fuck, and you're basically good. I mean, it t- it probably <laughs> yeah. took a lot longer to get the tattoo. So if you sat oh, through absolutely. that, you can at least sit through. Two minutes. Well, I'm assuming it's it's a hurt. It hurts a lot more than getting a tattoo. I'm sure. <laughs> you know when you get like bacon grease on you, real quick. Um, oh shit! It's like two minutes of hot bacon. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, Man. once it's over, it's over. It, the pain instantly subsides. Now I notice that you, the facials too. That's like, is that a newer thing, or has that been going on for a while? I've been doing the facials since I opened, but those facials they they're called the Hollywood peel um, because. They, I think they originated out in California, um, but a lot of celebrities get them done right before the red carpet because they're they're a zero downtime procedure, and you don't there there's no there's virtually zero percent chance of any side effects happening, um, and they're a great way they're like ten times more effective than a normal facial. Okay, now is that like having? the hot grease on your face the whole no, time? No, no, it, it's virtually painless. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I just wanted to get a reassurance on that. you say it's primarily <laughs> a uh, more female clientele that come in for that, or do you see guys getting that as well? I've had a lot of guys, because it's not like, you know, when you go for a normal facial, you, like, sit down, they, like, massage you, they put all this stuff on your face. This, I just slap you in the chair, put a carbon mask on you, and zap it off. And uh, I think see, it sounds manlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, a manly it version of a face. Like right down the business. Sit the fuck down. And I'm gonna slap this on your face, and we're gonna zap. Like, it. I'm gonna yeah, hit you with a laser. That sounds cool. Go. All right, sit down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty neat. And you're playing some really badass electronic music in the background while you do it. I no, s- Celine Dion. <laughs> I would request. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. No. I, <laughs> no t- okay. I, I would. Soon I would request some uh, Dragon Force, if you if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, through the flames of fury, right? Isn't that the? Yeah. Dream? Oh yeah. <laughs> playing playing that uh, the licks on the guitar there. So uh, th- I I could see myself going for that. I would try it out because you know what? I'm I'm man enough to admit that I'll wash my face with some of the, like the charcoal stuff that my girlfriend has. It's uh. It's good, good oh, yeah. to keep your pores and your skin clean, and that sounds like a pretty cool way to do it. That's it. Well, it is what, a laser hitting you in the face, right? But yeah, that, and that's what I that's what I use. I, I use a charcoal powder, okay, um, and I mix that with water. And what it does is when it dries on the face and it gets absorbed into your pores, we heat it up with the laser so it evaporates. And when it evaporates, it takes away the dead skin, you know, makeup for the women, uh, bacteria, oil, all that stuff, and really clears out your pores. And it takes off a very superficial layer of skin and leaves your skin like a baby's butt. Ha! Nice. Ha! That's cool. (laughs) That is cool, man. Now, with all this business, I mean, you're you're moving along into making a podcast on your own now. Yeah, we, um, you know, like I was saying before, it's just, you know, owning your own business isn't all it's cracked up to be a lot of the times. It's uh, very stressful. And I think people should know that. I, you see a lot of these motivational speakers and they talk about entrepreneurship and, you know, kind of romanticizing it. And uh, I think people just, they, they have a rude awakening once they try to do it for themselves and realize that, you know, it takes a lot of hard work, a lot, a lot of sleepless nights, you know, a lot of sacrifices as far as, you know, friendships, relationships, and family go. So, um, yeah, and we kind of just want to, we kind of want to give the raw perspective that we have, um, you know, to young, to the young people who want to uh, start their own business. Well, we know, yeah, we know well, you yeah. tell it like it is. So that's, it'll be, that'd be good. That's yeah. good to give people straight advice about uh, what to look out for, possibly avoid some pitfalls that you, you may have experienced or know someone who's experienced throughout your uh, time as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I mean, I, yes. like, obviously I, I, I know why these big, you know, uh, public figures romanticize it. Cause that's what sells, you know, they, the dream is what sells and makes them money. 
I'm not trying to make money off doing a podcast. So, I mean, obviously if that happened, it it would be great. But (laughs) but I kind of want to just tell people, look, you're going to have to sit at the fucking town hall for five hours and wait for a sign permit on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like stupid, like, (laughs) like stupid shit you would never expect. It's just like, you know. The dirty paperwork that you got to deal yeah, with. The back end, the back end things about owning a business. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then like, you know, you know, if you have to do a build out, you got to get a building permit. You got to do all that stuff, and it's just, it's just nonstop. You got to be your own accountant. You got to be your own, you know, marketing expert. You got to be, you know, every, you got to be everything at once. Um, especially until, you know. You know, eventually you hire people to do that. You you delegate, but at first it's just you. You know. Yeah, until you get to profit. Yeah. Do you I and imagine. you and hopefully a good idea that'll uh, that'll keep you afloat. Yeah, absolutely. I watch Shark Tank a lot, and there's a lot of bad ideas oh, out there. God. Yeah, there are a lot a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> but hey, you know, I admire anybody that that is really passionate about something, even if the idea is stupid. You know, they still had the balls to go out and take a risk. And I think, you know, that's that's 90% of the battle is just being able to jump, you know, without knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 A lot, I feel like a lot of people, like, just dream about that and they never really do that. They never take that, that leap, like you're saying, you know. But it's like you can't just take that leap. You got to know what that leap means. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to it's good to know a little bit about where mm-hmm. you're leaping. Yeah, to. but you know, believe it or not, most of the time you think you know where you're going, and you re- you have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a life statement in general. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and you were saying before uh, how people could possibly fall into the roles of like, hey, I might try out this idea and find out that they might be good with leadership skills and stuff along those lines, but they can't necessarily run the business themselves. And they're better yeah. off yeah, I think in the people, ranks, kind yeah, of. I think some people are just made to be, you know, a number three or a number two at a corporation where some people are meant to run the corporation. You know, I just, you got to find what you're good at, what makes you happy. I mean, to me, it's not how much money you make, it's how you make it. You know what I mean? It's, it's what's going to make you, you know, happy waking up the next morning and excited to seize the fucking day and do your own thing you know like if that's sitting behind a desk and making your boss happy then god bless that's awesome you know right yeah 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 to each their own it's and i mean you're definitely onto something there i mean people are naturally like different personality based i mean people do fall into certain lines better you know yeah absolutely but it'd be good to get the uh the knowledge base that you seem to have you you're a multifaceted guy you're gambling you're uh hypnotizing women you're <laughs> now you're running a business also you've also had a run in politics for a short time man yeah now, i find that fascinating you're a young man and you've already run for office that's that's quite a feat yeah I get, you know it's kind of funny thinking about it when we're, we're talking all about this at once because people are probably like oh this guy clearly doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do because he's tried everything oh yeah it's been a long time yeah it's, <laughs> yeah you're not just jumping and jumping and jumping no no he did all of this <laughs> yeah. in two years people yeah <laughs> we just want to cram i mean you're a very interesting guy and we just want to kind of cram in like a little bit of everything you're up to because it's it's interesting to people that are out of your spectrum you know yeah absolutely i, I mean i thrive on like chaos and change i think I think one of the biggest detriments to life is routine in the sense that I feel like routine leads to complacency, which leads to time just passing by. Um, so I like, that's why I always try new things because even if I fail, I tried it and it kind of just made shit more interesting. So, you know, I ran for office because, you know, my mom is state senator here now and she kind of put that you know, community service bug into me at a very young age. And it's just cool to get to be able to, you know, to be able to help people on a government level um, where that's kind of like your job, you know, but you know, there's, a, there's, it's a dirty game politics. And you know, I learned, I learned the hard way and I lost unfortunately when I ran for County legislator, but it was an experience. And, you know, if I had one, I probably wouldn't have my own business right now. So, you know, everything happens for oh, a reason. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you you don't regret anything. I mean, that's quite a, an experience in life. Um, like you said, you've learned a lot from that. And again, like you're owning your own business. I mean, how could you, you know, you, you seem very proud of that. You, you have the right mindset for it. Obviously you're willing to work twice, three times as hard yeah, to get it done. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, honestly, right now I'm not making any money. Uh, like technically I'm not making anything, but to me, I've made it. I've already made it. Like this is what my, my made it is. And I think everybody just has to find out what their, I made it is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, eventually you're gonna. You're, I mean, you're still. New, how long has your company been open? Technically, you've only been open less than a year, right? Oh, I've only been open for a couple months. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, you're doing I'm, pretty good from yeah. what I see on social media and everything, man. It's it's impressive to see the least, and I, I'm sure it's only gonna get better. Like you're saying, with the limit of how many of these facilities are available in New York in general. Absolutely. And how many bad tattoos you, there are? <laughs> that that definitely helps. A lot of bad tattoos there are. You know, I I can't speak I can't speak specifically about any clients that I have. I know, but there are. Yeah. There, I've seen everything already. <laughs> well, well, oh. you did say. Speaking of the su- success of uh, the social media, you said you had over like seventy thousand views or something on one of your videos. Yeah, the the video that uh, Matt was referring to before um, had gotten seventy thousand views in two weeks. Um, you know. They like Mike's or like Matt said, um, it looks like the tattoo is fading right then and there. Um, so it's a little misleading, but I do explain in a lot of the comments that that's not that that's not what's happening. So I try to be as transparent as possible. Um, but you know, tattoo removal is such a unique thing that a lot of people don't even know about it yet. So when they see it, they're like, holy shit, it works, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, and it's intimidating, I'm sure. Well, people think they're going to like come in here and I'm going to take a scalpel and like cut out their tattoo. You know what I mean? So when they see that it only takes two minutes and like after one treatment, they can have dramatic, you know, fading in their tattoo that they've had for the past 20 years. You know, they, they love it. You know, and it's going to be word of mouth because people are still skeptical. They don't think it works, but it does. Oh, yeah. I, I believe it from what I've seen uh, on your post alone, let alone... There's a ton of, of actual info out there now on the internet about it. So it's becoming a bigger thing. People are really getting to learn about it now. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's so beneficial. I mean, they're, like we're talking about, terrible tattoos are an easy choice if you've been drinking. I mean, we all know that person that's got a bad tattoo. I mean, it happens. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm so confident in my services that I got my logo tattooed on my arm, and I'm in the process of removing it. Wow, that's awesome. That's, that's commitment. dedication, man. I like that. Yep. Stand, a man who stands behind his product. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I figured if, yeah. if I'm going to be doing this to thousands of people, I probably should see what it's like. And I never had a tattoo before, so I said, fuck it. That's, that <laughs> yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Now, have you had to remove anything in an inappropriate area? Uh, I, I have. <laughs> we don't. Um, oh, okay, okay. Uh, there's been a lot. There's been quite a few um, located in the cleavage. Okay, um, okay. A lot like of now in slot that says insert here or something. I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, a, uh, a mountain climber on one, and one guy <laughs> with like binoculars on the other, like little tiny dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of names removed or is it like generally like images? Um, I've gotten quite a few names. I've also gotten wedding rings. Um, oh, that's, sad. A, that's a sad one. That's a sad one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you play a... like seal in the background <laughs> or something? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that would just be wrong. Just to make it even worse. A little yeah, nickelback. Were... <laughs> Are those tears from the pain of the laser or the pain of your heart? Yeah. <laughs> The, you know, and I, I, the thing is, I don't ask people why, you know, because I, yeah, I try to have a very professional environment here and nice. a lot of it people, seems that way. a lot of people come here and they really regret their tattoo. The last thing they want to do is kind of like relive the experience of getting the tattoo. And, right. um, yeah. I also, I do, I offer my services free for, uh, former gang members and victims of sex trafficking. So 
you know, oh, of wow. just wow, that's really nice. That's that's really nice, man. I hadn't I've never heard that before from you or anybody or like any of your social media. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's been uh, I've I've worked with a couple gang members already. Or not, you know, former gang members rather. Um yep. and obviously they don't, you know, they they kind of talk about it a little bit just because they know I do it for free, so they have to mention that, you know, they were in a gang. Um Yeah, you but, wouldn't know they're not bullshitting for free tattoo removal. Yeah, I mean the thing is I do um I keep a reference of gang symbols that are, you know what I mean, cuz I, I only do tattoos that are gang related. Um, so if it's like a gang specific symbol or like the actual gang name itself, some of them have tattooed oh, on okay. them. Okay, yeah, good. So a gangster can't come to you with like a Felicia on his neck and be like, "Yo, I need this gone." I was yeah, part yeah. of the Felicias. <laughs> although if he, yeah. although if he shows up and he's like, "Hey, four of my friends are outside. You better remove this tattoo." I'm probably gonna do it for him. <laughs> well, let's not get any gangsters' ideas here in case we're big and. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, the, you know, MS-13 or something here. That, I, speaking of, that, that was actually one of the, he was from one of the, the MS-13 I removed. That's mo- one of the most dangerous ones, man, from El Salvador. They're yep. uh, no joke. Yep, They're he no was, a, he was actually a cool dude. Oh, yeah, awesome. they usually are, but they, they're really <laughs> fucking... Yeah, you don't it, want to gut on the bad side. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. that. Now uh, it kind of speaks to the name of your business because I mean, I, which I have to compliment you on, New Leaf. I I, I appreciate that. That's a nice play yeah. on words there. Turning it over nice. the new leaf, starting over, starting fresh, getting the tattoo, the old tattoo removed. It's uh, like you said before. You want to welcome them in and not like and take away the bad experience and like give them a good one. Absolutely. Yeah, I have yeah. to say, I have to say that the same way. But like, I also did you do this like all on your own? Did you have help like crafting your like image? Like, how did you come up with New Leaf? Did you just brainstorm this one day? Or yeah, I mean, like, you know what's funny is one of the things that took the longest was figuring out what I was going to name this place. Um, first, originally it was going to be Blank Ink, like Blank I N C, um, kind of like a play on words. But I felt that was a little too gimmicky. I wanted something a little more professional. So yeah. my, like my girlfriend and I were like spitballing when I she was like, she's like turn over a new leaf, and then from there I got new leaf, and then I spelled it N U L E A F, and it just rolled with it and kind of everything worked out. I mean I worked with a um, design, you know I worked with designcrowd.com. Um, I kind of crowd I crowdsourced the uh, logo, which worked out. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's fitting for you. It's clean. It's professional. Yep. So we, and then from there, I mean, everything else has been me. I designed the whole office here. Um, our tagline is new, new leaf, new you, which has worked out. Uh, we got some radio commercials on, which have, have been pretty successful. So, Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. And yeah, I can't agree with you more, man. I really, I really just love the image you're projecting of your company. It's, it seems like you couldn't be doing better. And I think that's why you're doing, you're seeing success is you've, you've done it right. You know, you put in the time yeah. and research and, uh, the development alone. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And I look forward to hearing from, uh, your podcast when it does get up and running. I have to, um, I, I want, I'm kind of always interested in hearing like the entrepreneur perspective or any other, uh, any other profession that like I can kind of take and pick and choose from like you said before i'm i kind of enjoy the constant moving around like and chaos if you will of uh of absolutely life. yeah yeah you can't get too complacent yeah because people they just i don't know they just get sucked in and like i i would hate to look back 40 years from now and like having worked a nine to five and just getting getting nothing out of it you know what i mean that's you know, like I said before, the days get in the watch are long. You know, like that idea. The days are long <laughs> and the years are short. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people just feed into that idea of like the typical like we have to get that nine to five and put in those years and retire. You know, sixty five. And it's just you 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 can make life whatever you want out of it. You know, do it logically. But I mean, you can do anything. There's nothing stopping you. You know, you don't have to just go work at a you know, you don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to be whatever you initially chose because you, that's what you went to school for or that's the career you picked initially. I mean, it's its amazing. And the thing is, you don't have to make a million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Like people, no. everybody thinks you have to be a millionaire. Like most people don't even make 
a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like be realistic. Like set your goals. If you want to make two hundred thousand dollars a year, great. You're not going to make a million dollars a year. Most. I mean, I don't want to say you're not going to, but I mean, it's very. They're it's not. Few and far between. They're not yeah. gonna. Nobody listens to this podcast, most likely. If you are, hit us up on the social media and be like, fuck you, I'm rich, bitch. Like, cause that's start, fun- me. start funding us, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah toss mean, I, us like fucking, yeah, 100, you know, 100K or something if you're that rich. Come on. No, and like, you have to, like, I, I, I'm all about like dreaming, but like, dream realistically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make that, yeah. Make that dream obtainable. Yes. Dream within your means. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like a lot of people are getting caught up into, like, ownership of, of shit, and it's like, the older I get, the more I'm like, I want to travel, I want to experience things, man, and I, like, it's just, like, I don't even care about possessions anymore, As the older I get, like, I'm just like, I want to go, 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 you know, and, like, do. Sort of address your priorities as you, as you age yeah. and... I feel like people need to explore more. Like, get out of your comfort zone. Like, I know that's, like, the typical saying, but it's like, really do it, you know? Like I'm yeah, about to, I'm considering skydiving like in the next year or two like and I'm definitely afraid of heights but it's like I feel like that's that's I should just take the bull by the horns fuck it yeah absolutely <laughs> damn that'd be that'd be pretty cool yeah man my one buddy tried to get me to do it like uh, a few months ago and I was just like fuck you fuck you do you, you know how you I feel about heights you don't owe him money do you no okay. What? He get you up in the plane, man. Oh fuck! Just put. It's not a parachute. Out. It's a backpack, asshole. <laughs> I thought it was weird. I was drinking from it, you know. Damn! He hypnotizes in the he, hydration parachute. He hypnotizes you into thinking it's a parachute, and then oh, jump. Okay. That's scary. Oh, better hip. Better hypnotize you into thinking you can fly too. I feel like I need to learn more about this <laughs> hypnotism because it's like I don't want to just like encounter somebody that fucking pulls some slick shit on me. It sounds like life. it sounds like you're a Jedi almost in a way, dude. It's I'm telling you, once you discover how to hypnotize somebody, as long as they're willing, like I've gotten to the point now, I can literally just you know instantly induce my girlfriend into a hypnotic trance. I could like pull her arm, say sleep, and she's out. Like it's hmm. it's nuts. Mid now, mid fight. Now among. <laughs> Very good idea. Now, among learning this, have you considered rerunning in politics and using this at your advantage? <laughs> Maybe putting a few well, TV commercials out there, pulling something that's kind of incognito, but you're totally working the crowd. Or it's just do the other candidate. It's funny you, know? you say Ooh. that because... <laughs> the other candidate is just like, this, this Anthony Serino, he's the guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not even running anymore. This guy, just, just like this guy. You will endorse well, me. Well, most most politicians are actually trained in hypnosis, believe it or not. Um, That's scary. Hmm. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of studies based on um, you know even the speeches that are given. They're they're so they're crafted in a way not only to create um, a subconscious confusion to kind of spike a person's interest, but also uh, the cadence and the patterns are all led to um, you know hypnotize the masses. Um, for example, um, Hitler was actually pretty much a master in hypnosis. Um, he was trained by some of the best hypnotists uh, in the world. Um, and he basically rose from nothing uh, because he was able to, you know, capture the the minds of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people at one time. Oh, yeah. I could... I could imagine with the cadence and stuff in terms of like uh, speeches and pulling the crowd in and sort of like then they're more susceptible to your message that you're trying to get across. I could definitely see that. The uh, I've seen a couple of uh, political speakers um, in person and it's definitely yeah, you're sort of you get pulled in by the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a good, it's like a good movie or a good TV show. You, like that, that's literally like we're literally hypnotized by TV shows, by music. Like if you're watching something and you know, and you you don't notice, you don't remember what happened around you while you were watching that TV show. You know what I mean? Like it's just that that's that's the same thing as when you're in like a trance or like we talked about before when you're driving and you forgot that you drove the past four miles, like you can't recall it. Like you that's never, the same. Yeah. Everybody's it's aliens. That before. It's so it's, it's aliens. Such a strange feeling. You've been abducted. Like, yeah. 
whoa, those three, yeah, how did I get from point A to B here? That's crazy, you know, whether yeah, it's a right. little bit or whatever, yeah. It's like, uh, my, my, my dad told me a story about how he was driving down a really, like, straight road across the country one time, and he just saw, like, a car that was flipped over, and it was like, how the hell did that person crash? And it must have been that, you know, they got fucking hypnotized by, like, just driving straight for miles on end, and, like, ended up flipping their car over the road took him <laughs> the road took him man right yeah so you gotta blare music and pump your ac or whatever you gotta do to stay awake yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I i've actually fallen asleep behind the wheel once um and Dude, it was me a very too. i will admit it very i will yep oh yeah scary yeah quick blink quick blink i don't know about you but mine was like a quick like luckily a quick flash and uh Pulled over immediately and got out of the car and walked around because, I mean, that's, like, the best thing you could do. Well Matt, well, Matt, you remember Meredith, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She uh, was in the car when I fell asleep, and luckily uh, she was there to wake me up. Um, oh, wow. And, man. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Was that in that was uh, your G-Coupe? No, that was, that was in my Ford Explorer that I had. Um and it was going up Teller Hill by the Culinary. Um, oh shit! So you're probably going yeah. at speed too. Like that's a pretty open road. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty insane because up to that point, I never understood how someone could fall asleep driving, like doing something. You know, it's, it's so weird, man. Because it's like, well, t- me in general, like I get I, if I'm not driving, I will fall asleep in a car. It's very soothing to me to ride around. I love it. I don't know why. It's like. So I definitely fall into the trance like you're talking about probably more than a lot of people do. Like there's something about the the smoothness of the road, the bumps, like it's weird. And then if you like pump the heat on top of that, you yeah. get nice and like warm. Now you add an exhaustion to that, you work a lot, you know, whatever, you've had a big day or big week, big month, whatever. I mean, I, it happens. I see people do it. Like sometimes it's like there's almost no way to avoid it, but like it's like shit. Get out of the car people and walk around or something. Being hypnotized, it's the same state as right before you fall asleep. So that the state that you're in between being awake and being asleep uh, is the same trance that you're in if someone directly hypnotizes you. Um, uh, and it's just, you know, it, you're not... We say sleep, like, to get someone into a trance only because um, the people's minds in general have been accustomed to thinking... Uh, hypnosis when they hear the word sleep um so when you when you spike someone's brain like whether by pulling their arm and kind of or confusing them and saying the word sleep uh the brain just automatically says oh i know how to do that and then you deepen that trance um by you know talking and you know kind of sending them even deeper um it's very interesting i mean i there's a lot that i obviously don't know this is something new to me but uh it's been pretty uh pretty interesting oh it's fascinating man it's like mind control in the natural form and it's 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 exploring the human consciousness i mean because it's like a subconscious element and it's it's crazy well that's the crazy part is that like when you're when you hypnotize somebody and you're you're talking to them you're not talking to their conscious mind you're talking to their unconscious mind which is the most like the most Literally. bizarre thing yeah it's like yeah. a jekyll and hyde scenario going on yeah like you're talking about taking away the alphabet knowledge of like when you're messing with your girlfriend that's, that's insane man to like actually mess with the programming of like what's going up there like the hardware of, of your natural mind like dude next time you're with one of your friends or both of you if you're with one of your friends and you can tell them put their hand on a table right you have them put their hand on a table and just tell them to focus on the back of their hand and tell them to imagine just a glue between their hand and the table and to imagine what their hand would feel like being stuck to that table and just keep, you know, and you can talk them through that imagery and you can make it as powerful as you want, just describing how that glue is hardening. And then you can tell them to try to lift their hand and the harder they try to lift it, the harder it gets stuck to the table. And if they have a good imagination, their hand is literally stuck to the table, like a hundred percent stuck God. to the table. Now, wow. Is there a scenario where you can't get that hand up? No, because it's like, wait, no, you're good, man. And they're like, I can't fucking move it. No. What because, did you do to me? 
No, because, you know, all you have to be is like, uh, as soon as I snap my fingers, your hand will instantly release. So I'll snap my fingers. But then once I snap my, once I snap my fingers, I can be like, as quickly as your hand is released, you've now forgotten the number between three and five. And they instantly forget the number four. So, and that's not even putting them in a trance. That's, that's actually being awake you know, just talking to somebody. Um, so just like th- messing with them. Yeah, so then, <laughs> then you can be like, count your fingers, and they're like, one, two, three, five, six. And they're like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I'm giving that a try tomorrow. Dude, oh, I, I'm telling you, if you, you can get people's hands to stick to the table, it's, it's the funniest thing in the world. All right, people, everybody listening, with great power comes great responsibility. Don't yes. just go doing this. Be careful. Just do it. Just do it to your boss, and then make yeah. him agree to some sort of pay raise. Yes, yeah, get a raise, get a bonus. <laughs> do what you got to do out of this. Or and become... then unstick that hand. Yeah, and I'm not working Saturdays anymore. Or you're gonna like this table for a long time. Wide awake now. Yeah, there you go. So what the listeners don't know is we've been slowly hypnotizing them throughout the entire podcast. Yes. So you're going to tell everybody you know about American Slacker Podcast to listen to American Slacker Podcast. (laughs) Get at us on the iTunes. Give us like a five-star rating. Um, Buy t-shirts as soon as they're available. Hopefully in the new year. We're getting crazy now. Well, that's... uh... That probably brings us to about the end of the show, I'd say, right? That's what I was thinking, man. Anthony, thank you so much for coming on, man. And uh, we can't wait for the release of your podcast. As soon as you're up and running, we're going to throw you shout-outs and get you going, uh, get people that listen to us to check you out, hopefully. Um, awesome. It, I find it fascinating, man. I'll be definitely downloading your episodes, listening to them. I'm always checking out new podcasts. And uh, what better topic, man? Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a blast. Happy yeah, to have you. Do you want, do you have any uh, social media plugs you want to throw out? Uh, Newleaf dot uh, com or anything? Oh yeah, absolutely. If anybody's interested in uh, tattoo removal, you can check us out at uh, newleaflaser dot com. Uh, it's nuleaflaser dot com, um, and uh, there's a lot of information on there. And uh, definitely check us out on Facebook as well. Always posting videos and content on Instagram and whatnot, and it's pretty interesting. So and we'll be sure to yeah, we'll be sure yeah. to share that on our uh, Facebook as well. Yeah, awesome. We'll Thank you. you. Yep, yep. Um, and that's anybody in the Northeast, basically, of America can come out and see you, right? I mean, the, the, you the, North, the Northeast, the Northeast, so of most America. of Canada, the uh, Northeast yeah. of America, and some, you know, Southeast of uh, Canada. <laughs> I mean, I have people. I mean, any, I have, anybody can come see you, I guess, right? If somebody wants to come from Africa, they can fucking see you, right? I mean, I've had people travel from three hours away just for an appointment, so. Okay. All right. Well, we're never going to have you on the show again. And, <laughs> Damn. Uh, just so you know. Dick. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. I, I, we Anthony haven't, we haven't blacklisted anyone the funniest from the show guys yet. Ever. <laughs> I was telling Jesse how I thought you should have been a comedian because uh, you always had some pretty good jokes that cracked me up. And uh, your social media, man. I mean, I feel like your social media was gold. You would, uh, yeah, I've, I've had to tone it down. I've had to tone it down a lot. Yeah, you uh, you were getting pretty crazy there. Your one-liners would be like uh, the highlight, man. I'd be like, damn, that's pretty fucking <laughs> solid. How does he come up with this consistently? Like, damn. <laughs> I'm sure I've stole a lot of stuff, too, inadvertently. I don't it's know, the man. Of the I'm game still saying days. if you uh, – once you get this laser laser mastery, you should uh, expand and, and become an on-the-road comedian or you know, I'm, I'm, get into I'm, the movies, maybe. Well, I'm just going to be a, sta- a stage hypnotist slash That'd comedian. be good. Oh, God. Now you're That'd scared. be really good. And then he goes back to politics, and we all love him because we all saw him. I mean, come on. Wide awake now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people. Get at us, americanslackerpodcast.wordpress.com. Also, you can check, it out, check us out at uh, Facebook and Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. And we are also A-M-E-R. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I, I always have to remember the letters. It's A M E R S L K R podcast on Twitter and on Reddit. And yes, I'm not. Ta- I'm done talking about Reddit. I'm not going to talk about it at length anymore. You're talking about it, so like. I mean, I guess so. We'll edit that out. Edit that. Yeah, out. we could. A- oh. Hey, we could edit that out. We could, but mm-hmm. yeah, probably we won't. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, 
what are you the the rest of the, the end of the year's coming up? Yeah. Uh, what? Wait. End of the year's coming up. End oh of the yeah, podcast this is the is last episode up. of the year. I That's mean, it. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Before I feel like we, we should, it. you know, special. Like yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> anything you want to say, Anthony, about the end of the year, about 2016, like any wishful. Wait, statements? is this, is this the encore? This is like the, this is the encore. This, this well, this is like the end of the year special. This is like when they uh, did the Star Wars holiday special. We might have one more episode before this, but this will be the last one of the year. I mean, speaking of Reddit, do you guys do the Reddit Secret Santa? No, we're new no. to we're fairly new to Reddit, both of us. Dude, I did the Reddit Secret Santa for the first time this year. It's pretty cool. You, huh. It's like a bunch of redditors uh, sending presents around. Yeah, it's based. There's like over a hundred thousand people that sign up, and you get matched with anybody in the world. Like, there's a lot of celebrities that do it. Like, I know Bill Gates participates, um, and you kind of just you know you read their profile that they send you and you just send them a uh, pretty cool gift i sent my guy um some workout stuff because he was like a big you know bodybuilder type of dude um my person sent me some office memorabilia because i really like the office so that's nice. pretty cool oh man that's awesome office is one of my favorite shows of all time if not my favorite show i have a shroot yeah it's a shroots beats farm shirt in my closet that's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. I actually have the box set because this guy right here didn't want to bring it with him across country, and I was like, I can't let you leave that behind, my friend. That's where and that shirt. That's where that shirt came from. Well, I appreciate the box set in case you know internet goes down any day. Yeah, you know, right. I'll always have the office in case it's never on Netflix. In case it's never on Netflix, which I've watched an obscene amount of times. So we'll have to get in on uh, the Reddit uh, Secret Santa next year. Maybe we can do it as the podcast. That'd be fun. Oh, that's a good that's a good idea. That'd yeah, that'd fun. be awesome. All right, people. Well, uh, I think it's time. I think it's that time again. That's it. And there you go. Keep the change, you filthy animals. <laughs>